part of the reason Proposition 61 is so important is that pharmaceutical prices are out of control and no one is telling the pharmaceutical industry no. There's frustration with drug pricing, but Proposition 61 is the wrong solution to address the issue in California. Welcome back to Upvote California, a podcast for California voters. This episode is part of our 2016 California Proposition series, where we focus on each proposition on the ballot and bring on experts to discuss both sides of the issue. I'm your host, Brian Atwood. Today's episode is about Proposition 61, the Drug Price Standards Initiative, which would limit state agencies to buying prescription drugs at the lowest price that the Department of Veteran Affairs pays for the same drugs. We are fortunate to have two experts representing each side. We have Carmen Balber, the executive director of Consumer Watchdog, to take the supporting side of Prop 61. And we have Kathy Fairbanks, a spokesperson for the No on 61 campaign, to talk about the opposing view. We start each episode with a brief summary and some key facts. California currently spends about $3.8 billion per year to purchase drugs for various agencies and programs, such as Medi-Cal for low-income residents and CalPERS for public employees and retirees. Proposition 61 would limit the price that California buys prescription drugs to the lowest price paid by the Department of Veterans Affairs, which tends to pay less than other government agencies. Supporters say vote yes on Prop 61 so that the state of California can get the best deal on prescription drugs and avoid paying high prices for its state programs. Opponents say vote no, as they say the measure is flawed and will likely raise state prescription drug prices for Californians and veterans. Okay, so the quick summary is that we want to cap the price we pay for drugs for state programs to what the VA pays. So what's actually going to happen? The state legislative analyst, which normally does a very thorough job of predicting cost, has not come up with an estimate on this one, and in fact has called any savings highly uncertain. Uh, This is for a couple of reasons. One is it's not clear how much the VA pays in many cases. A lot of times their pricing is confidential, they can't share it, and it's not even clear that they're going to be able to share that information even after this proposition passes. Another reason it's probably more important is that they're really not sure what drug companies are going to do with this proposition. So they might raise prices in some cases for the VA, and other cases they might change the formula of drugs a little bit so they can sell it at a higher price in California. It's really uncertain. There's a lot of things they can do, and uh, we just, in some cases, don't know how it's going to turn out. So let's look at how this one got on the ballot. Prop 61 was submitted by the president of the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, an HMO provider of healthcare to some Medi-Cal patients. And I want to mention that only because the opposition is going to state that this proposition specifically exempts that HMO from these pricing changes. Uh, The other interesting thing is the funding. So over $100 million has been raised for this proposition, which is the most in California history. So the Yes on Proposition 61 team has raised about $15 million, and that primarily comes from the AIDS Healthcare Foundation that I mentioned. The No on Prop 61 campaign has raised about $87 million, and the top 10 donors in that campaign are pharmaceutical companies. Let's switch over now to our guest who can talk in a little bit more detail about the pros and cons of Prop 61. We are fortunate today to be joined by Carmen Balber to represent the supporting side of Proposition 61 here on Upvote California. 
Carmen is the executive director at Consumer Watchdog, a nonprofit organization in California that advocates for taxpayer and consumer interest, and it is one of the public supporters of Prop 61. Carmen has spent much of her career working on a wide range of consumer issues, including health insurance, personal privacy, and corporate accountability, so we are very happy that she is with us on the podcast today. Thank you for joining Upvote California, Carmen. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Can you start off by briefly explaining Proposition 61 to our listeners and why it is important for Californians to vote yes? Absolutely. Um, Prop 61 is one of the shortest measures on the ballot, and that's because it's very simple. It says that the state of California can't pay any more than the Department of Veterans Affairs pays for prescription drugs. Um, The VA uh, negotiates the cheapest prices in the country, uh, and we believe that California taxpayers uh, shouldn't be paying any more for their drugs than those low prices uh, that the VA receives. Okay. Um, Thanks for that explanation. I think a lot of our listeners are going to look at this proposition and wonder, how is this actually going to affect them? Um, As taxpayers that are paying for these um, state-sponsored medical programs and as also either recipients of medicine through these programs or through private programs. So what do you think the effects are going to be from those two perspectives for for our our taxpayers and for um, uh, drug recipients? Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, the the start of the answer to that is to look at the bigger picture of uh, the outrageous pricing uh, that is coming out of the pharmaceutical industry. Part of the reason Proposition 61 is so important is that pharmaceutical prices are out of control and no one is telling the pharmaceutical industry no. Um, the quintessential example that every single one of your listeners will recognize is the EpiPen, which has gone up 500% in price in the last decade for zero reason. The drug costs dollars to make. And so what Prop 61 does is put California on the road uh, to cheaper drugs so eventually everyone pays less for their prescription drugs. Um, If you are a Californian who gets your medication from the state, so some uh, folks who get Medi-Cal coverage, uh, CalPERS, actually Mm -hmm. covers the prison population as well. It's about five, six million Californians. Um, Those medication prices will be reduced. Two, California taxpayers save because if the state is paying less money for drugs, then taxpayers are paying less money for those drugs as well. So it will save the state millions of dollars by reducing uh, those outrageous prices. And, you know, to just go back to the EpiPen, the Veterans Administration pays $183 for a two-pack of those EpiPens. That's a price that uh, out in the rest of the world, consumers are paying $608 for for a two-pack. So these could be dramatic price savings for California. And once the state is paying less, then private insurers, private schools, et cetera, have a little bit more leverage to try negotiating better deals with the drug companies themselves. Mm -hmm. Thanks for that. Um, I I thought it was really interesting that the uh, the state's legislative analyst um, couldn't really predict what's going to happen with this um, this proposition, like what's actually going to happen to prices. I think that's pretty rare for them. Usually they, they make 
uh, some kind of statement. Um, but the opposition has said this is going to be a pricing disaster and that some things might happen like the the drug companies are going to sort of change their formulas so they can sell them at different prices or they might raise prices with the Department of Veterans Affairs. Can you talk about that position about the, the, the VA pricing? Is this going to affect what, what veterans are paying for drugs? Well, it absolutely will not, um, and there's a few reasons for that. Number one, the price of drugs for the Veterans Administration is set by law. Uh, by law, federal the federal law says that the VA has to pay approximately 76% of the lowest price that's out there on the market, plus prices for the VA can't go up more than the consumer price index, so essentially the rate of inflation. Um, so federal laws prohibit uh, the drug companies from simply jacking up prices on the VA. So that's a complete falsehood mm-hmm. and really um, a falsehood that uh, the pharmaceutical industry is trying to peddle to California voters and to veterans to scare people because, of course, who wants vets' drug prices to go up? But that's not what this initiative will do. Um, and two, it really goes uh, goes uh, to uh, look directly at the proponents to shine or at the opponents to shine a light on them and say, okay, it's the pharmaceutical industry who is threatening uh, that this measure will raise prices uh, in California. If that were the case, why would they be spending $90 million to oppose it? Uh, I I find it inconceivable that the drug industry has put $90 million on the table to fight Prop 61 because it's going to increase drug prices. So Mm -hmm. I think voters really have to look where that message is coming from. Yeah, I was surprised to see um, how much money is behind this measure, too. They they are predicting it may be the largest money raised for any California proposition ever, um, which I found was pretty interesting. well, let me ask you another question then, too, about uh, the support. I, I, I noticed something that um, there's several medical organizations like the California Medical Association that are against Prop 61. Can you talk about why those organizations would be opposed to this measure? Well, unfortunately, uh, the Prop 61 uh, opponents have uh, taken on a tactic that we've seen many corporate uh, ballot measure uh, campaigns take on in the past. Uh, They've uh, bought their supporters. Uh, You can see millions upon millions of dollars uh, that the pharmaceutical industry has paid to the California Medical Association and other medical organizations over the years that are sustaining contributions. And so um, there are some uh, there are some unbreakable ties uh, between the pharmaceutical industry and some of these medical lobbying organizations um, that I think account for the bulk uh, of uh, those medical groups uh, that are uh, that are opposing the measure. Um, the Yes on 61 side, in fact, just got uh, an endorsement yesterday from uh, one of the state's larger uh, medical organizations. So they are not unanimous, mm-hmm. um, certainly. And I think a very important contrast is the fact that the California Nurses Association um, is one of the biggest sponsors of the SN Prop 61 campaign. They are the medical professionals who are at the bedside, who talk to the patients, who really see how high drug prices impact people, um, and they are out uh, in full force in support of the measure. So I think you really have to 
you have to look at the money and the long uh, long political ties that the pharmaceutical industry has uh, with the physician organizations to explain how they could possibly be against a measure that's going to save their patients' money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I want to be respectful of your time. Um, voters have a lot of issues to decide on this election with the 17 statewide propositions and... I just noticed in San Francisco there's 25 local measures, so there's a lot to think about. Um, when listeners are headed to the polls, they see Proposition 61 on the ballot. What is the key thing that you want them to remember? That it puts California on the road to lower drug prices for everyone. Um, the pharmaceutical industry has a stranglehold on politicians. Uh, so the only way drug prices are going to go down is if the public stands up and forces them to go down. Um, and that's why Prop 61 is on the ballot. So uh, we just urge voters to remember that Prop 61 will lower drug prices in California. Okay, great. Um, anything else you want to say to people that want to get more involved or learn more? Do you have a website they can go to? Well, they can all go to yesons61.com. That's yesons61.com for all of the campaign information. Fantastic. We appreciate you sharing your thoughts with us today, and thanks for joining Upvote California. Thanks for inviting me. At this time, let's switch over to our guest to talk about the opposing viewpoint on this proposition. Today we have Kathy Fairbanks joining us today on Upvote California to talk about the opposing view of Proposition 61. Kathy is with the No on 61 campaign and has worked with several other news outlets to talk about this issue, so we are very fortunate to have her with us on the podcast. Welcome to Upvote California, Kathy. Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, can you start off by briefly explaining Prop 61 to our listeners and why it is important for Californians to vote no? Uh, Proposition 61 on the November ballot uh, sounds sounds pretty good. I you know I understand where people are coming from that there's frustration with drug pricing, but Proposition 61 is the wrong solution to address the the issue in California. It's flawed policy. It it will negatively impact veterans. It will harm patients, and it could be bad for taxpayers because it could result in litigation against the state of California. And independent experts like the state's nonpartisan legislative analysts have looked at Proposition 61. CalPERS has analyzed Proposition 61. Uh, HIV and AIDS advocacy groups that uh, look out for low-income patients who have AIDS or HIV have also evaluated Proposition 61, and all three have come to the conclusion that there are flaws, there are red flags, and um, I think that's something that should be important to voters, and I think it should inform all of our thinking about Proposition 61. And you know, when all is said and done, I think it's pretty clear that the initiative won't work to lower drug prices in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting too. That the um, the state um, analyst can't really predict what's going to happen, and in fact, sometimes uh, predict that it's going to be bad for pricing. Um, and and you mentioned that as well. Um, can you talk about specifically what might happen happen with drug prices? Do you think drug companies are going to stop offering certain drugs in California? Are they going to raise prices for Veterans Affairs or other people? What what kind of um, particular effects do you think might happen? Well, it 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 varies depending on what you're talking about. Um, as you know, drug contracting, drug pricing. 
um, drug pro procurement is really, really complicated. Um, and that's one of the reasons why Proposition 61 is so problematic is because it's attempting to tackle a very complicated issue with one uh, sort of poorly drafted ballot measure. Um, you, you talked about the Veterans Affairs Administration. Um, the VA itself, the U.S. Department of Veteran, uh, Veterans Affairs at the federal level, has looked at Proposition 61, and it has warned that if it passes, they worry that Proposition 61 could increase their costs, the federal cost to the VA, by $3.8 billion a year. So every year, the VA could be paying $3.8 billion dollars more for drugs. That was their concern. Now, veterans are opposed to Proposition 61, um, the American Legion, uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, more than two dozen veteran service organizations are opposed to 61 because of this very issue. And you can look to past history. Back in the early 90s, a similar policy was tried by Congress. They looked to try and extend VA pricing to other federal agencies. And what ended up happening is that the VA ended up paying more uh, for drugs, not less, because the this special program that was designed just for the VA, that is, you know, a special program for our veterans, was extended to other agencies, and the prices to the VA went up, and the prices to everybody went up. Mm -hmm. So the VA now, you know, what, 25 years later, is saying, hey, wait a minute, we've tried this before, and it failed, and we don't want to see it happen again. Um, well, the VA, the VA, let me back up. The VA itself hasn't weighed in yes or no on Proposition 61. It can't. But what it did do is it said, we think that based on our drug purchasing now, we are susceptible to an increase of $3.8 billion. Mm -hmm. So veterans groups hear that and they think, oh boy, that's not good for us because mm -hmm. if the VA has a $3.8 billion deficit, it could mean that the VA has to cut services to make up that difference or it may pass on those higher costs to veterans in the form of higher healthcare costs. So they're, they're very worried about Prop 61, strongly opposed. Um, you mentioned that the legislative analyst in California, the nonpartisan independent legislative analyst, has looked at Prop 61, and that's part of its job. It, it evaluates every single ballot measure that comes down the pipeline and looks at it from the perspective of how would this impact state general fund costs. And the Legislative analysts identified a number of concerns about Proposition 61, one of them being that in the state's Medi-Cal fee-for-service program, which is the largest program covered by 61, uh, Medi-Cal fee-for-service could end up paying higher costs for drugs, not lower costs if Prop 61 passes. So that's a big problem because now instead of lowering drug costs, you've got the state paying higher drug costs. Um, CalPERS also evaluated Proposition 61, and CalPERS provides health care for state uh, employees and their dependents. And CalPERS worried, actually, that it could increase, Prop 61 could increase CalPERS costs, increased administrative costs, um, and worried it would be opening itself up to lawsuits. We, it worried whether some of its plans would comply. And then most concerning to CalPERS um, peop, you know, enrollees is the fact that CalPERS said that it worried that Prop 61 could, and this is a direct quote, could lead to decreased access to certain drugs for CalPERS members. So under Prop 61, CalPERS may not be able to access the same types of drugs it does today. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it, it just depends on the state program you're talking about, but that's why so many different groups are opposed to Proposition 61. You've got veterans opposed. You've got physicians opposed and doctor groups. You've got the California Medical Association that represents 
41,000 doctors in California. They're strongly opposed. Um, you've got patient advocacy groups that are strongly opposed. We've got HIV and AIDS advocates and members of the LGBT community who are opposed because of the impact this could have on low-income patients with HIV and AIDS. Um, got opposition from business groups, from taxpayer groups, civil rights groups, senior groups. There's there's a lot in Proposition 61 to hate because of the way it's drafted and because of its wide-ranging negative consequences. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. I want to talk about one of the particular points that's made by the supporters of Prop 61, which is about the the, they're trying to combat these drastic price increases from some particular drugs. I I think everyone agrees pharmaceutical companies should be profitable, but I think people are reacting to these very expensive drugs for, for example, the drugs for hepatitis C. Um, Can you talk about that particular argument and about these drug price increases and, and what do you think Prop 61 is actually going to, to do to those particular um, price increases? Yeah, it, it won't. It, 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 I know that the supporters of Prop 61 and the yes side likes to, uh, you know, rail against the drug industry and make the claim that this will lower drug prices in California. It won't. And, you know, it's not just our campaign saying that, it's other independent experts. But you know, it, it is. It's it's a it's a time we are in a time in California right now where people are really concerned about that and they want to do something. And it's palpable, frankly. And the question though is is Proposition sixty one the right mechanism to address drug prices in California? And that is what voters will be asked to evaluate when they vote yes or no on sixty one and I you know given that there are so many problems with it and so many independent people, not our campaign, but smart people who evaluated, who've looked at 61, who've analyzed it, are coming away and saying, this is not, this is not the best way to handle it. This is not going to work. I mean, that's why, for example, every editorial board, including the Chronicle, the LA Times, the Sacramento Bee, um, San Jose Mercury News, all have said more or less the same thing. We're not big fans of the drug companies. Something's got to be done, but Proposition 61 isn't the way to go. They've all across the board said that. And so, you know, again, it's not us. It's independent people looking at this, smart people who understand how drug pricing works and have taken the time to delve into the details. And they've come away saying, yeah, this isn't, this has got too many negative impacts for people. Right. So if, if, if there's so many sort of um, medical associations, associations that are against this, um, can you maybe talk about um, how this got on the ballot and who is supporting it? I, th- I think that's that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, it's being bankrolled by the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, which is a Los Angeles-based organization. They actually operate worldwide. And in 2015, according to their own financial records, they generated $800 million selling prescription drugs and operating pharmacies in the United States, including in California. So, you know, they've they've put this on the ballot. And the interesting thing about Proposition 61 is that they exempted the state's largest health care program, Medi-Cal Managed Care. But it just so happens that by exempting Medi-Cal Managed Care, they also have exempted their own organization from having to comply with Proposition 61. We don't know why they've done it. The you know reasons that they've stated don't make any sense. They've said, for example, well, we you know a ballot initiative can't compel private the private sector to do anything, which isn't necessarily true. But uh, if that were the case, 
they should have also exempted CalPERS managed care programs because those are run by private uh, HMOs like Kaiser and Blue Shield. Um, but they didn't exempt CalPERS. They only exempt Medi-Cal managed care. Um, so it's it's just it's very curious. It's a little suspicious, frankly, the motives behind this being on the ballot in the first place, which then sort of calls into question. Well, if if they you know exempted their own own organization, what else is in here that we may not have figured out yet, and what else is in here that could result in unintended consequences on patients in California? And I think, you know, that's where that's where people are starting to recognize. Hey, wait a minute, maybe this isn't exactly what it sounds like. Maybe Mm -hmm. Proposition 61 isn't the way to address the issue in California. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I want to be respectful of your time um, and and just ask one final question. Um, Voters have a lot of issues to decide on this particular election. There's 17 statewide um, ballot measures. And I I just saw that San Francisco has 25 local ballot (laughs) measures. It's insane. So a lot of stuff that they have to think about. If they when a voter goes into the booth, they see Prop 61 on the ballot. What's the what's the key thing that you want them to remember? It's the wrong it's the wrong wrong solution for California. It won't work. It won't work to lower drug prices, and it's going to make uh, a lot of people in California uh, worse off. They won't have access to the medications that they need. Um, taxpayers will pay higher prices, and it'll negatively impact veterans for sure. Okay, thank you for that. Um, anything you want to say about uh, to listeners that want to learn more about this or get more involved? Is there a website you'd recommend? Absolutely. I would recommend our No on Prop 61 website. The address is noprop61.com. All right. Kathy, it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks very much. That wraps up our episode on Proposition 61. We thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about supporting Prop 61, check out yeson61.com. If you want to learn more about the opposition, check out noprop61.com or check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Upvote Podcast or on our website. Thanks again for listening to Upvote California. See you at the polls.